0: Well, Brett, your mark is speaking my language, baby. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. I'm Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of HeartlandCollegeSports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. It is great to be here with you as we are Each and every, well, whenever we feel like. That's the beauty of YouTube, that's the beauty of Facebook Live, and that is the beauty of the podcast. Thank you for being here. Subscribe to us on that YouTube page. Subscribe to us on the podcast. Of course, share it on Facebook Live as well. So, uh, Brett Yormark is uh, just letting it loose, letting it rip, however you want to say it. Uh, This guy was talking to the media on Wednesday night, the new Big 12 commissioner. He's not new, really, but, you know, four months into the job, he's still relatively new. And he had a lot to say about a plethora of issues. First off, he said once again, the Big 12 is going to get into a fourth time zone, is what Brett Yormark had to say. So here was the uh, full quote. Brett Yormark said Wednesday night, talking to the media, quote, we'd love to get into that fourth time zone, and we will at some point. Now, right now, the Big 12 is, of course, in the eastern time zone. Central Time Zone, and it will be in the Mountain Time Zone when BYU comes to the league. Brett Yormark wants this league, this conference, to be coast-to-coast. He wants it uh, to obviously include everybody and anybody uh, that is a good fit for the future of this conference. I'm cool with that. I'm on board with that. It's just got to be the right fit. Like, I'm not looking to bring on, and I wouldn't be looking to add Gonzaga. I know that Brett Yormark had that conversation, reportedly, with Gonzaga about them joining the Big 12. Yeah, it's cool for basketball, and I know Brett Yormark's a basketball guy, but let's be honest. Football pays the bills. Basketball does not pay the bills. I don't care if you've got Kansas, Gonzaga, UCLA, and Kentucky all in the same conference. It's not going to make a difference. It does not pay the bills like football does. The Big East contract is pennies compared to what the uh, you know all the Power Five contracts are. The Big East has a great basketball league, but there's no football, so it doesn't pay compared to the football schools. We're talking like you know a tenth, give or take, on a per school basis compared to the Power Five football schools that are getting you know fifty to seventy million dollars a team over the next couple of years. It's not even close. It's not even close. So, I understand Brett Yormark wanting to be aggressive. I can respect Brett Yormark wanting to be aggressive. But he's got to get two things out of his head. The idea that basketball sells, it doesn't. And the idea that Gonzaga makes any sense, it doesn't. If he wants to go back to the drawing board and look at the four corner schools, look at the Arizonas, look at Colorado, Look at Utah. There's a conversation. Now, as we talked about earlier in the week, Utah apparently says they're staying put. Fine. Let them stay put in a, you know, I don't want to say a group of five league, but a tweener league is what the Pac-12 is going to turn into, especially once USC and UCLA are gonzo off to the Big Ten. Let them do it. But don't rush it. You know, that's the other thing I would say to Brett Jormark. Be aggressive, but don't rush it. And make... The right move. Don't don't force the fourth time zone just for the sake of it. Yeah, we got four time zones. Great. You have Washington State. Like, I'm not saying he's going to do that, but who cares, right? The point is, you want to have the right teams and the right fits. You've got four great fits coming in next year. BYU's a national brand in Provo, Utah. That's going to be a great addition for the league from a TV perspective. You'll have a late night game. Maybe not that late. I know BYU fans won't love it, but they're probably going to get some decent amount of late-night games, especially at home. You've got Houston, which is obviously in a prime recruiting territory for college football. You are bringing in Cincinnati, also just Ohio, a hotbed for um, for high school football and for college football. And then UCF. You want to talk about another place with an enormous amount of talent? The Orlando, Florida area, that I-4 corridor in Florida, has an incredible amount of talent. So I'm looking at that and saying, okay, you got four really good schools. Thank you, Bob Bowlesby. Let's work this through the next couple of years. And if you find something, pounce. But do not force the fourth time zone for the sake of forcing the fourth time zone. That doesn't make any sense. And that's something, Brett, your mark should be sure to avoid. So what else did Brett Yormark have to say? Well, this was pretty interesting as well. Brett Yormark talking to the media, Big 12 commissioner on Wednesday night, said that the league is bigger than Oklahoma and Texas. Yes, yes, yes. Here is what he said, his official quote from the Big 12 commissioner. We are the deepest conference in America, and it played out. There was a perception that this conference was defined by Texas and Oklahoma. We are bigger than two schools says Brett (laughs) Yormark. Slow clap, round of applause. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, thank you. Fighting for this league, standing up for this league. I don't know. I'm convinced. I think that Brett Yormark's watching and listening to this show. I mean, we are the go-to spot for the Big 12 Conference when it comes to media. We are. The numbers prove it. Nobody comes close to what we do when it comes to covering this league top to bottom. Whether it's on the website whether it is on the podcast and then, of course, growing things rapidly on YouTube. So I think think that Brett Yormark is on board with this show. I think that's what's going on, and I love every second of it. Every single second of it I love. He's talking my language now is what he's doing. Because I've been saying this, the best thing that happened to this league this year was the fact that OU and Texas did not make the conference championship game. In fact, since OU and Texas announced they were leaving for the SEC in 2021, it has been Oklahoma State, Baylor, Kansas State, and TCU to make the conference championship. And it has been two incredibly epic games as well to boot. What more can you ask for on that front, Right. What more can you possibly ask for? Uh, you can't get better than the two conference championship games that this league has had the last uh, couple of seasons. You've got Baylor stopping Oklahoma State on the one yard line in regulation to win the game. And you've got, you know, Max Duggan and TCU putting together a heroic drive, an all time drive in conference championship games down to the wire, game goes to overtime after converting a two-point conversion, K-State wins and knocks off TCU's perfect season, and TCU still gets into the college football playoff. You could not have a better season if you're just looking out for the Big 12 top to bottom, as we are, as Brett Yormark is. You can't. That's how darn good it was. And he knows that. He knows that. And he understands that. And he's willing to say it. Now, Bowlesby was also willing to say it, especially towards the end when he was just in the I-don't-give-a-you-know-what phase of being commissioner after OU and Texas bailed. But Brett Yormark is up to speed a little quicker and is just taking some of those shots a little faster. And I appreciate him doing it on behalf of the Big 12. I've been watching this league lead from behind or just wait for the Big Ten or the SEC to do something and figure out what they're going to do about it. No, 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 no. Not Brett Yormark. There are good qualities of that. There are not so good qualities of that. But overall, this is what the Big 12 needs right now. Someone who's not going to just sit around and wait. Now, with that being said, uh, Brett Yormark also made another comment that got a lot of attention on Wednesday night. And this one was about the Rose Bowl. Remember, the Rose Bowl was holding up the 12-team playoff from being implemented earlier in 2024. The Rose Bowl, uh, shall we say, had some demands on the future of its game and the new contract. They wanted to keep January 1st for future playoff games, including the specific game time of 5 p.m. Eastern. The contract could not expand without the Rose Bowl's agreement. They eventually came around, and they woke up and smelled the roses. Brett Yormark wasn't a huge fan of that. He also said on Wednesday night, quote, I was put off candidly by the Rose Bowl. I don't believe in anyone putting themselves ahead of the sport. Woo! That got some blowback. And because of the Pac-12 ties, I just love it, too. I do love everything about it, secretly. So, um... Listen, there's been a lot of pushback on that comment. I don't know why. He's right. The Rose Bowl, like many that cover college football, are stuck in 1975. I don't know about you, but like, I watch all the Big 12 Bowl games. I love college football. I'm also a millennial. I'm in my mid-30s. The Rose Bowl historically means nothing to me. The Rose Bowl is usually a chance to watch a Big Ten team blow out a Pac-12 team, and it's over by eh, five minutes left in the third quarter, give or take. The pomp and circumstance of the Rose Bowl is meaningless. It's not 1975. Unless the game is a college football playoff semifinal, it's just another bowl game. That's all it is. Great. Wow. 5 p.m. Eastern time on January 1st. Got to have that slot. If you're under... Certainly if you're under 40, I would say. But probably if you're under 55, that doesn't mean anything to you. The whole thing doesn't mean anything to you, like the Rose Bowl thinks it means to people. It just doesn't. The sport's moved on. The sport has changed so dramatically, top to bottom. When you look at where uh, college football is today versus where it was in 1975, it's more or less a different sport. The notion that the Rose Bowl was going to hold anything up, Bob Bolesby, Brett Yormark's right. It is off-putting. He's absolutely right. Now, with all this being said, um, here's something that I've heard as of late in kind of traditional college football media world. I've heard from folks, and actually, you know, this point was made on our podcast by Chip Patterson of uh, CBS Sports that was not on YouTube. It was not on Facebook. It's only on the podcast. So go check out the podcast, subscribe, rate, review, wherever you get your podcast. just search Heartland College Sports or Pete Mundo, and you'll find it there. Um, with all that being said, you know, and Chip, Chip brought this up on my show. He said, uh, while he understands Brett Yormark saying some of these things, he feels like Brett Yormark brings more of a professional executive attitude to college sports. And he admits, and Chip Patterson's not an old guy, he admits that he kind of longs for the moments and days of kind of that collegiate feel to college sports. And Brett Yormark is not that. He's a pro sports guy, NBA background, everything else, right? That's who Brett Yormark is. Now, I would just say, hold on a second here. And I respect Chip. Chip's on the show. He's a friend of the show. And I said this to him on my podcast. When we talked about this, I said the Big 12 didn't professionalize college athletics. The Big 12 almost blew up twice in the last 10 years. Because it sat around waiting for the SEC or the Big 10 to decide whatever they wanted to do. And then everybody else was supposed to just follow suit and sit there and twiddle their thumbs. The SEC and the Big 10, mostly the SEC... The SEC is the one that professionalized college athletics. I cannot let anybody sit here and tell me that it's the Big 12 and Brett Yormark is professionalizing college sports. And I say that with all due respect, but you can't convince me of that. That's nonsense. That's complete and utter BS. Yes, Brett Yormark is bringing more of that professional executive mentality to college athletics. But that horse is long out of the barn. That thing is long gone, and it was not Brett Yormark's fault. He is simply responding to the landscape as it currently exists in college athletics. That's what he's doing. Is he taking it to the next level? Potentially, we'll see. Right now, it's mostly a lot of talk. There hasn't been enormous implementation of anything that makes you shake your head or feel like college sports is becoming more professional and less collegiate. I mean, heck, look at the transfer portal. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. That's got nothing to do with Brett Yormark. But here's here's what I think bothers folks in in um, some folks. I'm not saying Chip or anybody else, but what I think bothers some people in national media right now. The Big 12, they viewed as middle of the road, middle of the pack. You know, I was out there in the heartland, and yeah, you know, they had some good programs, but you know, when other programs or other conferences wanted to leave, like Nebraska or A&M or... Mizzou or Colorado, they would go, and they, you know the Big Twelve would do okay and survive. But it's the Big Twelve; they'll they'll be fine. They're kind of like little brother. Brett Yormark's not here to play that game. He's not, and I think that's bothersome. And I think that there's a lot of folks um, who expect this kind of hierarchy to maintain itself of the SEC, the Big Ten, and then whoever wants to be third in a given year can be third. And I'm not saying the Big 12 is going to be one or two tomorrow or next week or next year. But with Brett Yormark at the helm, you better believe this conference is not going to be taken for granted number one. is not going to be sabotaged number two. And number three is going to fight for itself and stand up for itself beyond shows like this. The whole reason that, you know, when I started this thing in 2014, it's been eight years. It makes me feel old. I was working in sports media in New York City after working in Oklahoma for two years. And, you know, I was still watching a ton of Big 12. And I'm like, gosh, this conference just gets no respect. Gets no attention by the national media, ESPN, forget it. Gets no respect. Let's just start something here. Start a website. And, you know, it started off as basically me writing a blog about the Big 12. And then it grew and it grew. And we brought in staff members and we added podcasts and video and everything else. And now here we are eight years later reaching millions of Big 12 fans and college football fans every month. And it was just slow and steady. And you know, if you told me it'd take eight years to get here, I don't know what I'd do or what I'd say at that time. But sometimes being naive and going into something blind is a good thing. But my point being, there were not a lot of us for the last decade fighting for this conference, including Bob Bowlesby, who I respect, who I think got a raw deal by a lot of fans as conference commissioner. In terms of how he handled expansion or lack thereof, the Big 12 didn't expand five years ago because Texas didn't want to. Bob Bowlsby had to play that game. It wasn't his fault that OU and Texas then stabbed him in the back. But still, there were times when Bob Bowlsby was a little bit too much of a gentleman. The best Bob Bowlsby we got was when he was going to war with ESPN last year threatening to sue him and telling them to stick it where the sun don't shine. That was the best Bob Bowlesby. That was my guy. That guy I loved. And uh, Brett Yormark is kind of coming in like a bull in the China shop. He's roughing it up. He's not going to kowtow to anybody. He's not going to sit there and play nice and play the game like national media want him to play about where the Big 12 should be in the pecking order. He is not here for that game. He is not putting up with that game. And I absolutely love it. Love every single thing about it. So with that being said, uh, you know, there was a lot of uproar over some of the comments made by Brett Yormark this week. And I just want to get on the show and tell you that we should all love it. If you're a Big 12 fan, love it, embrace it. And uh, let's roll. Let's roll with Brett Yormark and see what he does. Just don't add Gonzaga. And please, Brett, do not add Gonzaga. I'm begging you here. Don't do it. Boy, oh boy. I'm Pete Mundo. HeartlandCollegeSports.com is how you find us every single day on the website. It is always good to be here with you. I hope you will uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. You will share us on Facebook, subscribe, or just follow us on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere else. And of course, the podcast is our bread and butter. Search Heartland College Sports wherever you get your podcasts and uh, leave a five-star rating and review. I'll flash it right now. I got these great Heartland College Sports koozies in the mail that you're looking at on YouTube and Facebook. I'm sending them out. I got a box of about 200 right here I'm sending out. If you leave us a rating and a review on the podcast and send me a screenshot to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O at heartlandcollegesports.com. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Just reading some of the comments on Facebook. Kendall says the Rose Bowl blows. No complaints here. Sugar Bowl, Cotton Bowl are my favorite bowl games. Yep, yep. Oftentimes, obviously, involve a Big 12 team. Uh, Elijah, Brett Yormark's not holding holding back, holding any punches. I'm here for it. Absolutely agree. Jim says, Pete, you promised a bigger K-State sign on your wall if we won the Big 12 championship. All right, Jim, you're right. You're right. I have got to get a bigger sign for Kansas State. Give me a little time, Jim. All right. Let me get through the holidays. Can, through- Can I get through the holidays, Jim? Can you work with me here, buddy? Let me get through the holidays. Got the kids traveling to see family. Let me get through the holidays. And in the new year, football's over. Things slow down. I will get a bigger K-State sign than what you're seeing over my uh, left shoulder there. All right. We good with that? Uh, you're right, though. I did say to K-State fans, I get a bigger sign than what they're seeing here if they won the Big 12 title, and they did. So I'm a man of my word. That's all I got. If I don't have my word doing what I do, I've got nothing. So <laughs> have a great day. We appreciate you guys being here, being a part of the show. Share it with your friends, with your family. That's what I would ask for uh, for Christmas. All right, share this show. I don't care who you're a fan of. If you're a Big 12 fan, if you follow a Big 12 team, please do share this show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a great, great day, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.